0: Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield.
1: Hey, 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 welcome back. Sam Wakefield here. It is Close It Now time. So I am super excited to connect with you all today. What is going on? Uh, we've got a really great episode. Today we're going to be talking about the difference in SEER and SEER 2. How does that work? More importantly, it's not necessarily about us or even learning the technical stuff, while the technical is good to know. More importantly for us, it's how do we communicate it to the homeowner that makes the most sense? How do we communicate it in a way that they understand it? And, and why should they even care? And then how, also, and the most important part of this that's really effective, is how can we use this con- little piece of conversation to cast doubt on the competition without talking bad about the competition? So that's, uh, the, that's what we're gonna cover today. So welcome back to Close It Now. I'm so excited to be rolling with you guys again. It is Drive Time University. So I hope you are out crushing it right now. I know uh, I know. my team is. They are just destroying it like crazy right now. I hope you are as well. We've got, uh, we've got HVAC, we've got solar. Uh, we're combining HVAC and solar, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're gonna hear a lot more about it because that is the wave. It's not the wave of the future, it's the wave of now. So that's what's happening in the world. We're electrifying everything, which means it's good for you. I don't care if you you know, get upset that, you know, there's talk about people getting rid of your gas stoves. Who cares, right? We can make more money by selling more stuff and helping more people. That's the, really the ultimate goal. That's the, the whole point of what we do is helping people. And helping people save money, helping people live more comfortably, live more efficiently. And that truly really should be where you come from is serving people. So, um, yeah, super stoked. We've got the high-performance coaching, uh, one-on-one coaching program is crushing it. Uh, we're helping people instantly uh, increase their close rate, instantly increase their average ticket, instantly increase the amount of accessories and IQ they're selling. So it's it's, it's going off. So reach out to me. Email me at sam at closeitnow.net. We can talk about the high-performance coaching program. Email or, And join the Facebook group. The Facebook group is... So cool, I, uh, it's, it, I, I don't know if you're in other Facebook groups that are solar or HVAC on Facebook, but if you are, because I'm in a bunch of them, you know that somebody puts a question in in, in any of those groups, and it is just a complete bully fest, negativity, and, and it's like why does somebody even ask questions in there? So it turns into a group of a bunch of trolls. <laughs> so yes, there's groups for that, it's almost comedy to go and see what happens, but in my group, in the Close It Now Facebook group, there's a zero bullying policy. There's a no negativity policy. If I find somebody bullying or negative in this group, they go to straight to the block party. What I mean by that, they're kicked out of the group because it's the only positive, positive group. Do we have fun? Absolutely. Uh, go join the Facebook group. You can just find it by searching Close It Now right on Facebook in the groups, or you can go to the website, closeitnow.net, and there's a, right at the very top, there's a join our group link. There's almost 1,700 people in there at this point. We're about to uh, pass a couple thousand. of Just like-minded people like yourself, everybody that wants to improve, wants to get better. I do, if you don't know, I do a free coaching Friday. Every Friday, we put in a post sometime throughout the week, usually Monday, Tuesday, and what questions do you have for the week? You know, what what are you struggling with? What are your friction points? Uh, what are you trying to overcome as that next level in your sales? And then Friday, I'll just sit down, hop in, and we'll do a Facebook Live. It's live. It's interactive. You can hop in. You can. I've brought people on the show before. You can interact. We can answer your questions in real time. But yeah, just whatever your questions for the week. And then a lot of times, those questions will turn into this podcast. Every qu- if one person is asking a question, then of course that means lots of people have the same question. So we cover that. But let's dive in today to the uh, to the topic, SEER versus SEER two. What is it? Well, one thing, just kind of on the back end of it, uh, when I started really researching SEER, I mean, I've been in the industry a long time and I'd never even really thought to look up when it started. So in 1987, legislation for SEER was passed, um, but then in, of course, the heating and air industry just fought, always fights anything like this. But it went into effect in 1992, effectively making the minimum SEER 10. Minimum required SEER was 10 in 1992. Um, so that is when it actually started and rolled out. SEER they uh, <laughs> they introduced it in 2016, but then of course, HVAC lobbyists, they lobbied against it until 2019, then it was voted in in 2019 to implement in 2023. What does that matter? What does it mean? Um, the important part is when we're talking to homeowners, is what it means. Uh, because you know, this is not something we need to just bring up to all the homeowners every single time. It's not about uh, when we're c- talking, communicating with homeowners, when we're selling to homeowners, It's not about being able to share with them every single technical, uh, all the technical knowledge that you have in your head. That will only confuse them, and we know the confused mind says no, right? Raise your hand if you've ever vomited way too much technical information to a homeowner, and of course they're like, well, what what do we get when we do that? Well, we need to think about it. I was like, oh, damn it. I shared way too much info. You're gonna have to think about it now. Um, let's share less next time, so there's less to think about, so they can just make a decision, right? That, that's like really where we, if you can say it in less words, use less words. But so what happens though? And thanks to Daniel Fisher, he's the one that actually asked this question. Uh, he's in, in Dallas Fort Worth, uh, asked this question to start with. But it's like, how do we communicate this to homeowners? When you're going out there and you're you're quoting against some uh, some competition, and the homeowner brings up, well, they're saying this is a SEER number of 16, why should, uh, and you're telling me this is a 14.8, for example, with SEER 2, you know wh- why is, what's the difference? That number's higher, isn't it better? And so how do we communicate? right? What, what are we telling the homeowner in that situation? So the first thing to do is, is really start with leading questions, but do it in such a way that, of course, as you know, the three steps. If you've listened to the podcast very much, you know the three steps to permission-based selling are first, even if it's something they just a- they literally just asked you about, you've got to ask that permission question to be able to transfer the data. Otherwise, that wall goes up, their eyes glaze over, and they'll check out. So when they when they ask, "What is the difference in SEER CR and CR 2 The last company said it was this. What you know? What it, what's the difference? You say, "Oh, I know a lot about that." Do you mind if I share it with you? Or, yeah, absolutely, we can cover what the difference in SEER and SEER2, would you like to know what that is? They're, of course, they're gonna say, well, of course, I just asked you, okay, great. But by asking that permission, it drops their it drops their guard down, the shoulders will relax, and they'll actually be open and receptive to the information that you're about to give them. So that's the first step. But then you start with leading questions. Leading questions are so important, um, and start, actually with the education piece that we kind of went over to start with. And so, you know, and we're just asking them, why is it different, right? So basically, Mr. Homeowner, did you know when, when SEER even started? Well, it started ac- actually in 1992. That's a long time ago, right? Right. Do you think that technology, maybe some of the equipment has advanced since 1992? Well, of course it has. We're talking about thirty-one years, right? It's completely different equipment than we had back then. So that's step one. So in that amount of time, we had to, the industry we had to come up with a better way to measure things. So really, what's going on here is you know, and then ask another question: Have you ever heard any stories about people that were promised maybe a certain amount of energy savings, savings on their bill, based on that number, but they didn't get it? Sometimes people are gonna say yes, and then sometimes they'll say, no, not really. i say, okay, well, that's fine. Um, even if you haven't heard that story, that's what was happening. And so basically what happened is the government, uh, the, the Department of Energy came up with SEER 2 because basically what it's doing, it's forcing the air, heating and air industry to be more truthful and honest and be in integrity with what they're telling homeowners your equipment is gonna actually achieve. So you can kind of think of it like this, Mr. Homeowner. If you ever bought a car, and on the sticker, it says it's gonna achieve, say, 30 miles a gallon. But then when you get it home and you drive it, you only get 25 miles a gallon. And you're like, where in the world did they test this? Was it, were they going downhill the entire time? Did they, uh, they, they didn't even use the gas? How did they achieve 30 miles a gallon? Wouldn't it have been better if they just put 25 miles a gallon right on the sticker, and then when you drove it and you got 25 miles a gallon, then you'd be way happier because, hey, I actually got what was promised to me. Wouldn't that make sense? Of course, it makes more sense. So that's really all that's going on here. The SEER was rated with the perfect laboratory situation, not in a house, not with ductwork attached to it, not within, it's not in an attic, it's not in a basement, it's it's just sitting in the laboratory measuring it, and that's how they came up with the SEER number. So all SEER 2 is, it's just testing it under different circumstances that's much more real world, so you actually receive what is being promised to you. So it's much more accurate to what we're gonna be, you know, what we're installing. That way you don't have any surprises, because you don't, I know you don't like We don't like surprises. I know you don't like surprises either, right? Right. And this is a big investment. We don't take it lightly. We hate guesswork. So this is the best way for us to be way more honest. And and it's not like we were fibbing before. This is truly what what you're achieving now, uh, what we're going to be able to achieve for you, and what you're going to see as a result. So, and quick pop out, this is how you can use this conversation to cast doubt on the competition. So uh, so back in, it's like, okay, Mr. Homeowner, so what you need to know, since thank you for bringing this up, because it's a really important topic, Um, if there's a company that's telling you that SEER is better because the number is higher and my system's not gonna perform as well, I mean, it's the same equipment, it runs the same, but if they're telling you strictly to buy from them because that number is higher that they're offering you, They're trying to deceive you, so I would recommend to run from that company because what else are they gonna be uh, conveniently not telling you or corners, what other corners are they gonna be cutting when they should be following this? Because this is what the experts say. You know, this is the Department of Energy, this is all of the entire heating and air industry, which is multi-billion dollar industry, has uh, all decided this is the way we're going if there's a company that's still trying to follow the old way, one, they're outdated and they're refusing to adapt, but also they're trying to deceive you, so I would recommend running from them. We're all about integrity here, so that's why we're doing things the right way. And if, obviously, like I said, we don't believe in guesswork, if that decision is important to you, it's pretty clear you know, which direction to go, right? Right. Does that make sense? Right? Right. So, But that's it, that's the whole conversation. It's really simple. It doesn't have to be compl- complicated, but use the use the, the mileage sticker analogy. That's really the easiest way. And, and any time that you can, try to create an analogy to something that people use every day, that they understand. If they drive it, they touch it, they feel it. It's something they use every day. It connects with them to the level where they're able to, um, you know, to internalize it and understand what's going on. And then use that to cast out on the competition, because like, hey, if they're telling you something else, run from them. Uh, because this is really, you can see now why this is in place and why it's the only way to do it right, right? Great, so that is how to use SEER versus SEER2 uh, to increase your sales, to uh, cast, you win that bid, you know? We don't bid here, win that quote, win that estimate, uh, to win that homeowner over to your way of thinking. Um, yeah, so that is what's going on. Uh, I wanna know from you, was this helpful? Uh, email me at sam at closeitnow.net. Uh, hop in the Facebook group uh, you know, to show me a uh, comment. Let me know what's happening there. And uh, now it's actually time to move into this next little segment, which I like to call, what is in your cup? <laughs> it's uh, what's in your coffee today? Everybody, let's take a collective sip of coffee. In my cup today is actually uh, Verona, uh, some Starbucks Verona that we had at the house. Um, I don't always go so mainstream, but it's just what we have right now. But I wanna know, is there something in your part of the country, in your part of the world that you drink that is unique or unusual? You know, what are you drinking? Actually, somebody messaged me this morning and said they drink some Death Wish. I said it takes him one cup of coffee and he's good. It's a lot of caffeine. so. I'm gonna to have to try some, that sounds delicious. I've seen Deathwish a bunch and haven't tried it, so what are you drinking? I want, I'm always interested to learn and uh, try something new. And the biggest announcement right now, uh, right before I leave you with this episode is, I am rolling back out the site visit process. We're gonna start doing site visits, we're gonna start doing boot camps at your facility. So if you are an owner, or you want to recommend this to owner or manager at your company to come do a group? Um, let's just do a boot camp. Let's get it rocking and rolling. Let's take your entire team to the next level. Time to increase your sales, increase your close rate, increase increase your average tickets. Um, I A Q. We work through the whole process, especially if your company doesn't have maybe a specific system. I know a lot of companies. Even bigger companies, I've been hearing lately, they, they hire uh, just a ton of people and basically it's like, treat everybody like spaghetti. Just throw them against the wall and see who sticks. They hire for somebody that already has you know, some selling skills and some talent. But the problem with that is once a, a crew like that gets in the field, the homeowner does not have a consistent message from the company, so there's only a certain point that that company can scale and grow, until what happens is those homeowners start to communicate, and and I had I saw the same thing. I, the company I was at uh, years ago, we had about four people on the sales team at the time, before we really started growing and scaling, before we systematized, and what happened was one homeowner. Bought a system from us in the spring. The very right that very fall, we went out. The neighbor na- they rec- referred us to their neighbor. A different person went out, and we're talking about identical cooker cookie cutter houses. They said we we love our neighbor's system. We want the exact same thing, and the price was so many thousands of dollars different. Because the at that time the team had the ability to just set their own. Uh, pricing based on a margin model, and where somebody just needed to make a deal, so they cut a crazy, you know, crazy discount on the on the first one. Then the other guy that went out, he marks it dramatically higher. And so what that did, it caused the second homeowner or both homeowners to become so livid at us, they destroyed us on social media. They destroyed us in all the review sites, and it was very clear at that point. And that's before I actually became the. Uh, you know, had any kind of control over the system, the training and the systemization there. Um, but it became apparently clear that there's no way to scale, there's no way to grow. Um, so we put some uh, regulations in place, basically said, here's your, here's your pricing, here's your amount of discount. And that's when I started, actually, right around the time that I started the Close It Now uh, training and started training it to the company. So when our, all of our people went out, the homeowners would get the same message, they would get the same um, you know same structure, uh, and it was amazing because as soon as that happened, we tripled in size in just over three and a half years, um, because we got we, it just became really smooth. And so if you want to triple in size in three and a half years, it's something I've done before. I've helped, helped companies do that so um, if you're an owner, if you want to recommend this to the owner of your company or to your sales manager, uh, message me, and we can talk about a site visit. It's incredibly affordable, and it's a way that to really change the trajectory of your sales team this year. Wouldn't it be great to have the problem where you have way more sales than you have uh, installs for? That's normally not the case for most companies, uh, except the ones that work with me. So <laughs> that's the... Uh, the message today site visits are on message me we can come out and uh, it's really revolution revolutionize your 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 system and your team so that is the episode for today thank you for hanging out with me seer versus seer 2 I want to know how you are handling this was this conversation helpful Uh, email me and let me know sam at closeitnow.net or join the Facebook group and, and leave a comment there and we can uh, we can bounce some ideas back and forth if you have a different analogy that works for seer versus SEER 2 versus the sticker mileage versus the driving mileage um, let me know we can uh, we can incorporate that into some of the training into the podcast and get you a little bit of a uh, little bit of credit for that and let everybody know who you are uh, but yeah, so message me. Otherwise, everyone go save the world one heat stroke at a time. See you soon.